everyone. Welcome to Spice Chaos. It's time for a regular Monday episode, and we are switching gears this week. We are. We are going into self-love month, which is so exciting. Last year, we did, I think, just love month, and we kind of themed it around, like, lovey-dovey things. I think we talked about our relationships, which have changed at this point a little bit for some of us. Um, And we talked about just, like, love and that kind of thing but this year we wanted to really embrace the self-love month that february is so we have a whole bunch of folks to talk to including our guest today which is really exciting yeah, yeah. so before we get into who oh she yeah is, <laughs> yeah that is caitlin from creating in chaos and that's leanne from spice plans i always and, forget the intro every time uh, no we are terrible at this you guys just <laughs> terrible super and, perfect um, we want to first warn you guys that audio may be tricky today mm-hmm. um, because one, I am recording from my car and I forgot my headphones. Mm-hmm. So I am just flying by the seat of my speakerphone pants. Today. <laughs> yes, it sounds great. I At least on my end, I can hear you lovely. Wonderful. Well, the, the listeners are, are telling you, no, it doesn't. Like, <laughs> Maybe, maybe they won't DM us and let us know how the quality is. We're so sorry. So we're we're not going to say you're welcome to, about this because we're not <laughs> saying, yeah, anyway. Um, and then our guest today has had some technical difficulties with her own headphones. So yeah. we're going to do the best we can because the show must go on. We're That's gonna right. It is what it is. Yep. And yeah. we know that you guys will listen and love us no matter what. That you know that we do this like in the basement of our mommy and daddy's homes (laughs) oh my gosh no i'm in my own home i'm here i am in the basement but i'm in my own home (laughs) caitlin is in the basement y'all she is i really am that's where my Um, office is it's like a dungeon caitlin i'm gonna let you start the gush fest over today's guest and then i'll pick it up from from after you so you take it away Okay, um, and I hope that I pronounce your last name correctly. <laughs> our, our guest is listening in the background, so <laughs> no pressure. Um, but her name is Shaylee Muir, and I actually met her a few years ago in a Facebook group for YouTubers and, you know, where you'd go to, like, promote your videos and, like, learn and that kind of thing. So I met her there, and I've been following her on Instagram and YouTube for I want to say at least like three or four years, maybe longer. And over those that time, her brand has changed and grown and developed. And she is the most amazing body positivity advocate that I think I have seen in a long time. Her confidence is amazing. She's gorgeous. She is funny. And I just, I can't stay off of her stories. So that is, that is why I love Shaylee. But I'll let you add on to that, Leanne, a little bit. Okay, so this this whole body positivity month, mm-hmm. I don't want to say that it was like this was Caitlin's idea. It might have been. No, it was your idea because you wanted to have uh, somebody on who we can't reach last year. Oh, okay, okay. Um, oh, okay. Well, I couldn't remember whose idea it was, but yeah, it's okay. Anyway, it was a joint brainchild. When when we came up with this, Caitlin mm-hmm. was the first person that Caitlin named. Yeah. And, you know, and that was when I started to, like, you know, investigate and, you know, and learn about Shaylee for myself. And I have to say, coming off of our um, inauguration mini-sode, 
mm-hmm. where we went on and on about people's looks for 30 minutes. <laughs> and the fashion. <laughs> I don't want to go on and on about like how beautiful Shaylee is because she is also so many other things. Mm-hmm. And you know, body positivity is not about like, Hey, look how hot I am. Right. <laughs> Although the women in that community are. That's for sure. Um, it's just, it's about, you know, being comfortable in your own skin and mm-hmm. appreciating your body for all the wonderful things that it does for you. Yes. And no one exudes that or epitomizes that more than Shaylee. So I just feel like who better to kick us off um, than today's guest. So Shaylee, you are welcome to um, come in now and and say hello to our listeners. So welcome to Spice Chaos. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Thank you guys for having me. I feel so honored. And that intro was way too nice. Thank you. (laughs) No way. You're awesome. Yeah, it was just enough. We are so happy to have you here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to be here, too. So you must get this kind of stuff all the time. Like, people must be asking you all the time to be on their show and to do stuff. Like, is that, are you just, like, bombarded all the time with this? Like, you've got to be tired. No, I'm really not. This is only the, this is, like, the second or third podcast I've done. But it's, it's fun each time. Like, I really enjoy it I like being able to talk to you guys even though I can't see you I feel like we're just able to have a conversation and mm-hmm. I, I love that so I'm yeah excited. and it's it's funny I don't know how much Caitlin has told you about our community Caitlin have you told her about like who we are and kind of like what our show is at all I have not really I was gonna let that be a surprise <laughs> we could just talk about it <laughs> on the show so take it away <laughs> oh okay so um, Shaylee, our show, we are a planner girl podcast. So, um, this, this, this theme, this body positivity, um, Caitlin, how does this relate? Like you explain it. You, I, I feel like I'm losing my, my work. <laughs> well, I feel like body positivity relates to us specifically because our podcast is a planner girl podcast, of course, but we also talk about our lives behind the podcast And Leanne and I both, uh, which we'll talk about in another episode, but we've both been on our own like self-love journeys and, you know, trying to grow and love our own bodies. And I feel like this developed because for me anyway, I'm seeing a lot of like insecurity with people who are so talented in the planner community. And um, so, for example, I put up a post not too long ago that said, if you were to name like the top 10 things that you love, where would you put yourself? And not one person put themselves at the top of that list. And so I just want more like representation of all body sizes, but really just like for everybody to love themselves, to appreciate what their body can do for them, to recognize that their body is strong, no matter what size or shape it is. And, you know, honestly, like I felt like Shaylee was again, the best representation for that. Okay, and Shaylee, do you know what we mean when we say planner girl? I think so. I mean, do you guys like decorate planners? And yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think I've seen, maybe I've seen from your guys' pages before or something. I don't uh-huh. know. Okay. Yeah, it's like a little bit off. Like... It's like an offshoot of scrapbooking. Um, so in our planners, we just like to put stickers. And um, for me, I'm pretty functional, but some people will use their planner like a scrapbook, you know, like memory keeping and that kind of thing. But really, it's our community is decorative planning in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. like fun. That's yeah, it's a blast. Yeah. 
Well, yes, we we do think it's fun, and um, there's a lot of people that don't really understand us. Um, and you know, I, I, Caitlin and I have been kind of sticking our toe into the um, body positivity realm with mm-hmm. some, you know, we we have a partnership with um, a, a, a plus size clothing company called Chic Soul, and um, you know, we like them and we like their clothes and we kind of like what, you know, their message and it's, it's been kind of fun, but, um, you know, when I look at your Instagram, there's, there's more to just your Instagram than just like the fact that you, you know, are beautiful. Like your Instagram, it takes some skill to make it so cohesive. Like, have Mm -hmm. you noticed that Caitlin? Like it's so beautiful. Like, there are people that like take beautiful pictures and put them on Instagram, but like your Instagram is like, so like someone was like, here, you have to make your grid look good. And you were like, okay, well I'm going to make my grid look really good. <laughs> right. Well, And like the whole, like, I don't know for me, I feel like I would be like a shaky little baby deer walking out in like my bra and my undies. And like, you just pop on with those TikToks and the reels and you just like, are like, this is what it is. I just, this is where, where I am. I love this bra. I love these products. And that, that for sure takes some skill, I think as well. So now it's your turn to talk. We've talked for yeah. like one now and you not let you speak. So tell everyone who you are and where they can find you and tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I feel like you guys just did a great job summarizing me, but <laughs> I'll keep talking. Um, yeah, you did say my last name, right? It's like mirror on the wall, mirror on okay. the wall. Or you could say mirror or however you said, it. I don't know. There's so many ways you can say it. That's, it's whatever. Um, I started my YouTube channel about eight years ago and I was just doing pregnancy updates. Um, I was pregnant with my first child and I saw that there was a whole community there and it's really kind of when family vlogging and like mommy vlogging was a thing. And I thought to myself, I could totally do this. Like this looks fun and I'm spending all this time watching other people's lives doing it. So I want to try. So I made my first few videos and then I started at first it was just like family and friends that were watching, but then people started coming over and I started realizing like, I didn't know who these people were. And I realized that I had people finding me from other places and slowly just kind of built this community. And so at that point I was like, I may have been doing this for fun, but I'm going to keep doing it. Cause it was like giving me purpose as a mom. I just felt like I, I needed something to remind me of who I was before I was a mom. So I kept doing it. I just loved it. And then eventually, I mean, all these years later, it's turned into more of a business and, um, my content has shifted through the years. Um, it was about the time I had my second child, like a becoming of myself almost. I was, I went through some really, really low times to get to where I am now, but in those low moments, it helped me really see myself for who I was and how unkind I'd been to myself and to my body. And it changed things for me. I started to kind of see things from a different lens and then was introduced to um, the body positivity community, um, specifically like the YouTube uh, body positive community. I was invited to come speak on a panel about it and I really hadn't made any of my content about it. So that was really surprising to me. But since I wanted to be a part of that world, I went and I just remember 
all of these young girls, I was on a panel with somebody that, this is like a long story, but I was basically on a panel with somebody that I had started watching. And she was one of the first people that made me confident in my body, just watching her show up as she was. And it was so inspiring to be right next to her, talking with her on a panel. And I just remember all the girls in that room, like standing up and asking this girl questions and they were all crying. And by the end, we were all just totally crying. We were all just bawling, like just how powerful that whole conversation was really jump-started it for me. And I realized that I wanted to do content like this. If I could just inspire one person like she could in that room, you know, to love who they were, then it, that's what I wanted to be a part of. So. Oh, I love that story. That's an amazing story. And what a great way to kick off like our, you know, our body love, our self-love, body positivity kind of theme. Oh, I just, I love that so much. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Thank you. And, um, and you do, you do inspire. And if there is anybody out there that is listening that, you know, and I was thinking about this the other day, Caitlin, Mm -hmm. I was going through my, um, my, my list of people that I follow and just people that I chat with here on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when we were thinking about like, who should we have on the show? You know, like when we're just talking about like, who would you like to have on the show one day? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I was looking at like some of my friends and there are a lot of different people on my friends list that I would like to have for body positivity month. And they're all different sizes because Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, we forget that, you know, there are women of all different, you know, pant sizes that need a reminder that their bodies are strong and beautiful and capable. Um, but for women like myself, who would be considered plus size, mm-hmm. one of the ways that I have learned to love who I am is through retraining my brain. And I've done that by following Instagrams like yours, Shaylee. You know, by by following Instagrams with people who love their body and are, you know, healthy and happy and you know what I mean? And 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 representation, you know, mm-hmm. and just seeing seeing all different kinds of bodies and not bombarding my brain with the same body type over and over and over and over again, like I did for so many years of my life. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's and a step. Yes. And once I decided I'm going to flood my Instagram with these strong, beautiful, amazing women, it started to change the way I saw myself when I looked in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And and I remember last year you had that goal to post a picture of yourself in a bikini and you did it, which was amazing. And you looked hot AF. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And, you know, I don't know if like me doing that inspired someone else or anyone else, but like, you know, if you decided one day, Shaylee, that you wanted to be just a little part of, you know, inspiring someone else to love their body, like you have done that, like you Mm -hmm. are doing that. Absolutely. Yep. And I feel like anytime one of your photos or stories comes across my page, and if I'm having like a down day, or if I'm like, being a little critical of my body, and then I watch your stuff, I'm like, who cares? Who cares what my body looks like, right? Like it does all these other amazing things. And 
you know, it may change shape again. Obviously, we're going to age, but uh, we we just have to love ourselves for the, you know, what, you know, more than our outside appearance, I suppose. Yeah. Yes. So, um, we're all tired of this question, <laughs> um, but we're going to ask it anyway, because this is the current world that we live in. Okay. How did your how did your life change when we all like had to go home for quarantine? How many like I, I know that you're I know that you're a mom. How many kids do you have? Like how what what kind of shift did your family go through when we all just had to go home for a while? What what changed in your life? Oh wow. Okay, so I did I took my kids out of school and homeschooled them because the e learning was just not not fun. Um, and that's, that's been a transition for sure. But honestly, my kids have been great. Like, I don't know. I can't really complain. Now they are always with each other and they need to get out more and have friends and stuff. So that part's been hard because they're just, you know, they want, they get, it's hard for kids right now. They need like social interaction as much as we do. Um, but everything else with homeschooling has been great. It hasn't been too big of a transition, but Definitely, like, for me, I noticed a huge tanking and everything. Like, my views went down, um, my analytics, everything about my brand went down. Like, I lost sponsors because they suddenly had to back out because they couldn't afford campaigns anymore. And it was honestly pretty much like a whole year of just kind of struggling. And I've been open and honest about that. And I talk about that in my channel too. And I probably share too much information about my life. I know people can use this stuff against me later if they wanted to, but that's just who I am. Like I'm just very open about those things because I want people to know the reality of what I do and what it's like behind the scenes. And I think a lot of people can look at YouTubers or Instagrammers or whatever, people with brands and just like assume that they make a lot of money um, or assume that their lifestyle is one way when it's really not. And so I just want to clear those things up with my audience because I want them to know, you know, this year, you know, 2020 was like a struggle for everyone and myself included. And I know what that felt like to to get a direct hit financially and all, all the all the fun things that the year brought. Um, but at at the same time, it was like such a growing year for me and I know for so many other people too. And I really pressed into like therapy and we started doing marriage counseling and it was just a year of like trying to figure out myself more too. And I was still posting and I was still present, but it wasn't like my biggest focus anymore, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I totally understand that. I definitely relate to that. I, um, I actually had to take like a step back because I'm, I'm kind of an anxious person. And so having to focus on work with my kids here, because I've always worked from home even before quarantine mm -hmm. and, uh, then trying to come onto social media and be like a happy bubbly person or post about paper planners, which seems so minuscule. And like, what was I going to put in my planner because we weren't going anywhere, um, Sorry about that. Um, but what, we weren't going anywhere. So what was I going to put in my planner? So I had to kind of step back and uh, I think my brand kind of took a hit as well. But I totally, I totally hear you on that, um, you know, having to kind of readjust things. Well, it's been hard too from a podcast side 
because, you know, we started our show in September of 2019. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then in you know, in March of 2020, you know, we had built a listenership and then it just kind of plateaued mm-hmm. because people weren't getting in their cars on Monday mornings and listening to podcasts anymore. Yeah. You I know? remember those pictures of the freeways that were coming out and they were just like, no, nobody, nothing was happening. Yeah. So like people had to rework their lives and figure out like, I mean, there are podcasts that I used to listen to on a weekly basis that like, I never listen to anymore because I don't get in my car and drive. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, that's so true. So, yeah. So for you guys to mention, like your brands took a hit. I mean, like think about people who had worked into their weekly routine, their, their YouTube time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, well, if your whole life changes, then, you know, I, I don't know. In my opinion, I would wonder why YouTube wouldn't be doing better now that everyone's at home. I feel like it's kind of taken an uptick again because brands are feeling a little bit more comfortable with people spending money again and more people back into the workforce. So I think things are feeling a little bit better around there. I've I've just been kind of noticing some of those trends, um, at least in my own, you know, kind of niche and and brand and that kind of thing. But I don't know. I feel like it's still on, on that rise. And I feel like people are really glued into the news right now because it's just been you know, we've had quarantine and we've had, you know, social justice stuff going on and we've had elections and I feel like people are just really keyed into like the news and that kind of thing rather than that entertainment piece. Yeah. And I think a lot of that too, like a lot of the reason why my engagement has been down, especially in my stories on Instagram is because I think, I think a lot of people are just trying to get off their phones right now, which yeah. is good. Like, cause I'm always promoting that. I'm like, if you need to get off, you need to take a break, do it. Cause you're not going to miss anything. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're not going to miss anything if you take a two-day break. It's okay to get off of the internet. It's okay to get off of Instagram. Like, this is not life, you know? You have a life outside of this. And I think a lot of people have been feeling overwhelmed just by everything that's happening that they kind of want to take that break. So I always have to think of that, too. It's mm-hmm. like, it's not a personal thing. I think a lot of people are just trying to be more present with where they are and and everything just feels overwhelming right now, you know? So it's easy to just turn off your phone. Mm -hmm. I keep describing it as I feel like I'm doing everything, but I'm also not doing anything. Like I'm just at home, but I just feel so much more tired at the end of the day. I know everybody is. And then everyone's sleep has been off. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's for sure. Private is that I'm doing everything and I feel like I'm doing nothing. I know that's exactly right. And I feel like I don't really have anything again to write down on my to-do list. Like again, I feel like it's starting to kind of get a little bit of an uptick again. Like I feel like I have a good system going for to-do lists and, you know, stuff that I need to get done. But I almost feel like I was in a bit of a fog where I had stuff that I needed to do, especially around the house, but I just could not like get out of my worry bubble, I guess, because I didn't know what was coming next I didn't know how long this was gonna last I don't know I just I felt like it was almost a little bit hopeless for a while there well and I have become like kind of an agoraphobe like yeah for sure um um, like and I and I mentioned a couple episodes ago that I am in a new relationship and some of that new relationship has involved um you know trying to socially distanced go out to dinner 
And the first time that he and I went to a restaurant, I was like terrified. Yeah. You know, because I had not been out of my house in so long. I was like, oh my gosh, there's people out here. <laughs> yeah. It's so you weird. Know, it was just, it was just so weird. So, oh my gosh. Um, but, and, and it can, and it can be, and it can be overwhelming to sit, <laughs> to sit at your house and feel like you're not doing anything, but still feel like you have so much to do. I don't know. It's just, it mm-hmm. feels like an oxymoron, but it, it's, it is what's happening. I know. Right. I know. It. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and so. I'm an introvert. Like I almost like, not that I looked forward to my kids being gone, but I looked forward to that time when they were at school where I could recharge and where I could just have a moment of quiet to kind of think and not having that, I've kind of had to create those things. And then, you know, the mom guilt creeps in because they're here and they're going to be little for not very long. And, you know, but I need this quiet space. Otherwise I'm going to lose it, you know, and like drive off into the sunset or something. Uh, But it's just a lot for sure. Yes. It's so important to find those moments throughout the day where you can just be by yourself or just have some, have some time to yourself. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of uh, mental health, I've seen in your stories that you are very open about, you know, your counseling journey and uh, married life and how it's not always, you know, sunshine and roses and that kind of thing. And I have also gone through marriage counseling and so has Leanne. And so we just wanted to talk about that with you a little bit and um, kind of find out a little bit more about your story around that too. So I have been, I started therapy probably around like four years ago. Um, my husband and I went through like a separation and it was like, it was probably about three months. So it was, it was a small time frame, but I started going to therapy during that time. And there was just so much about my life that was like unhealthy, like the relationships I was in and just all these things that I just never really knew. And then um, I felt like going to therapy just really helped me see some of the stuff I had to work through. And um, honestly kind of changed my thoughts about my life because I used to always think things like my life. I, I really have never really been through trauma. Like I've never had a parent die or like something super traumatic like that. So my life is super easy and like, I'm good. I don't need any help. Like I'll just figure it out my own type of thing. So when I started going to therapy, I realized everybody needs it. <laughs> and, um, it was very helpful for me and took me out of a lot of that like dark, dark stuff I was going through um, that with some antidepressants that I took at the time. Um, both of those things really helped me. And so since then, I've just kind of been going on and off whenever I feel like I need to start going again, I'll go. And I've been in all of this year um, because I just, I needed that like outlet of somebody to talk to where I could just, be who I am and not have to worry about anything. So it was, it's been good for me. And then with my marriage, we just got to another place where we were like, dude, we are driving each other nuts. We're around each other all the time. Like all of this stuff that we haven't worked through is coming up in conversation. So let's go ahead and go back to marriage counseling. And so we did that. And now I feel like we're just at a really great, healthy, strong place. And I'm just so grateful to um, have had the resources to go to therapy. And I actually work with BetterHelp 
and that's who I've been using, and they're just really great because everything's virtual. So I know a lot of people want that one-on-one, but I personally love virtual, and if I can't get on video, I can just, like, do it over the phone, you know, and it's totally. just – we, we use the sister company for better help. I think it's, like, Regain – I think it's what they're called. Yeah. And we use that for, excuse me, for marriage counseling. And I really like the virtual as well because we don't have to go anywhere. We don't have to try to figure out childcare. It kind of takes that stress off and we can just like close the door, let the kids go on the iPads and have our counseling session. And I feel like it works really well. So I'm I'm here for, I'm here for that. Yes, definitely. I like that too. Cause that, that was the hardest part when we were meeting in person before Mm -hmm. we had to, um, do everything online was the, I always had to find childcare. It's like, yeah. and then I'm late to marriage therapy every week because <laughs> I had to drop my kids off. And it's like, what's the point? Right. So. Then you get like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. I totally hear that. Oh. And I feel like, you, I mean, obviously you have to have childcare because at least for me during every counseling session, I just tears immediately. <laughs> like, I don't know what it yeah. is, but anytime I'm talking to my therapist, it's just like tears. I just cannot. <laughs> yep. That's a good thing. Yep. You can trust her. Well, and so I feel like I have been in therapy for so many years and we have been very open and honest on this show about our own mental health struggles. Oh yeah. And, um, I think that it's like the kind of therapy that I've always been in has been that kind where it's like, they just kind of listen to you talk. Yeah. Or like, it feels like you're talking to a friend. That's like my favorite therapist. Yes. (laughs) And I think that it's time for me to try one of those therapists that's like, okay, I need for you to sit in this chair and in the chair behind you is your dad and you're going to talk to your dad and you're going to tell your dad, you know what I mean? Like I need somebody now that's going to like intense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like, here's a whole like basket of stuffed animals and you're going to chuck them at the wall. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yes. I feel like Like, I kind of need some of that too, because I will avoid my anxiety triggers for sure. And I need to be put in those situations because the more times I'm in them, I realize it's not that big of a deal. But like flying, for example, I haven't flown on a plane in like a year. And I can't even imagine like the process it's going to take to get me on a plane again at this point. (laughs) Are you you an Enneagram 6 by chance? I'm a 2. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But I am an anxious person, like, to the max. So, Shaylee, what is your Enneagram? I'm a four. You're a four. Okay, so so Caitlin is a two. I'm a three. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely got either, like, three or eight vibes from you because um, during our messages, I felt like you were the one leading the leading group. <laughs> yes. I'm like, she she's, gonna take she's the producer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm definitely the three in the I'm the three in the on the team. Mm-hmm. Um and um we have had guests on that know everything about the Enneagram and we've had long conversations about this and um yeah, we we love that. So um I I feel like it's important for everybody to know the Enneagrams of all the people in their lives and what yeah. that means. I agree. Yeah. Um, sure. like especially when it comes to marriage counseling and merit uh, and mental health and things like that. Um, yeah. Cause I feel like it, it doesn't like excuse behavior, but then you're like, Oh, that makes so much more sense. Yeah. <laughs> it really helps you like be able to relate with others. And then mm-hmm. deeper than that, it helps you like realize what their pain points are so that you can help them through those too. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. know, know their deepest, darkest <laughs> struggles and secrets. And so it gives you like an inside look into their life. Yeah. Well, I agree. you know, I think that motive and intent is important. Mm-hmm. And knowing the why behind someone's actions, that's a big deal, you know? And I, I don't know. I just think that, you know, being able to explain, well, here's why I do the things that I do because I'm a three and this is, you know, this is what I need. You know, you know, I think that, I think that it, it just, it offers some insight that, you know, people might, might not understand about me if they don't know those things. Um, and, you know, I love to hear stories about people that went to marriage counseling and it worked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that with like a little grin on my face. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, in your case, like, again, not to shade or say anything unkind about your ex-spouse, but like both people have to show up and be active in marriage counseling or it does not work. Like yeah, if both people have to be ready to, to roll up their sleeves, to do the work, to finish the homework assignments, or it is not going to work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, I'm sure that that is very true because, mm-hmm. um, I don't think that both parties in my situation were, were, were there. Um, yeah, I would have to agree with that sentiment. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but we, we did try and we, um, we used that company, Caitlin Regain. Okay. Uh-huh. That you did. And, um, and I liked our therapist, but, yeah. um, my ex did not. And, um, you know, he, he said, let's try to find a different therapist. And then just never went, just never came back with me again. So, right. so again, yeah. you have to put in the work and like, I remember again, not to like, drudge up anything or beat any dead horses but like you would say oh yeah they said to do this and then it would be like three days later and the homework still hadn't been done essentially right yeah mm-hmm. the homework's got to get done for sure it does you have to put in the you have to put in the work and like again you just have to show up like you have to be ready to feel uncomfortable and like do the work because there have been a lot of conversations that Brian and I have had in marriage counseling that I did not want to have. There were sessions where I was like, I don't want to go today because this is yeah. going to be uncomfortable and I don't want to do this. But like you went, I went and I showed up because, you know, my marriage is important to me. I feel like every single week we play this conversation because <laughs> ours is like at like in the morning. So uh-huh. we're like, dude, we just ate breakfast. We're just going to hang out. Like maybe yeah. we, just, we just, I don't even want to go to counseling today. Yeah, me neither. And then like we force ourselves to do it. And then afterwards, we're like, oh, I'm so glad we did that. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes yeah. it's a very emotional process, but yeah. most of the time we're like, okay, we showed up. That was good. And exactly. yeah, that's the best thing for you, Leanne. I mean, you showed up, like you you did it, you know? And yep. if it didn't work out, you know that you did everything that you could. And that's that's great. So is your husband, you said that like things are things are good now and you guys are in a good place is he a good dad? Like, is he a great, like, do you guys, do you feel like you guys have a good, a good strong partnership when it comes to parenting and stuff? We do. And it wasn't always that way, but that's definitely one of the things that we've really grown in and, um, the conversations that we had to have to make it better. So yeah, I'm definitely thankful for that. So, you know, I, I'm not caught up on like all of the changes in the content that your that your channel and that you know your brand has gone through. 
are you are you making all body positivity body positivity content now or is there still mom content that comes in every once in a while I mean I feel like being a mom is just so much of who I am that it's gonna yeah. show up even when I don't try for it to be like if I'm you know talking on my stories my kids are right there usually you know well yes obviously yeah that's that, yeah. Okay. yeah so they're like they always want to be like in my videos and things and I've tried to really not show them much anymore so it's like People who have been following me for a while, they know who my kids are mm -hmm. and they know how our family yeah. is and they know my husband really well. But now I feel bad for like the people who are just recently following me because I'm like, I've become much more private and I'm just like, I don't want to, I don't really want to show my husband that much. I don't want to show my kids. Like, it's just kind of like something that's mine, you know, that I don't have to like well, share. Well, and but when they're babies, you know, when they're babies, they're almost like kind of anonymous. It's like just anonymous baby. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. they're <laughs> Yeah. Then they get that little personality and they like start to kind of have their own looks and you want to like make it make them feel like that they have some choice in whether or not they're on camera exactly. right yeah mm -hmm. sure. mm -hmm. right and then like what at what age can a kid really consent to be on a video you know yeah so yeah, no, for I, sure. no, right um, all right. So in this month of self-love, mm -hmm. and we mean that in the cleanest way possible. <laughs> or not. I mean, you do you, boo. Or not. <laughs> hey, Leah, I, have, I have a company I work with. It's yeah. Sex stories. Just saying. Be yeah. Take care of whatever <laughs> you need to take care of in this love month. Um, all the love. Yeah. So, um, yes. And Shayla, you answer this however you want to. Um, it's your show. Um, how do you take care of yourself? Like what kind of self-care do you enjoy? Like to make you feel like Shaylee instead of mom or right. YouTuber or Instagrammer or like, you know, name all of the hats that you wear. Like when you're going to take care of yourself, what do you do? I mean, I guess it kind of just depends on the day, but I'm like totally one of those people that I will go outside of my front porch and I will like sit. We have like a little chair that rocks. So it's really nice. I like to just sit out there and look at the sky. <laughs> I know it sounds so weird, but there's something about like staring off into space, into the galaxy. It's like, it brings me a sense of peace because I realize how small I really am and how small my problems are. And I realized that like this world is so big and there's just so much still to discover. I don't know. It's just, it brings me, it just rejuvenates me every day. So I try to get out like every night before I go to bed and just like have one-on-one -on -one time with nature. It just does something to me. So that's like my number one thing that I do. I also love baths and I, um, I don't know. It just, <laughs> it just depends. I'm not always good about this either. I don't always uh, turn off my computer when I need to, or like just not be on my phone, you know? Um, yeah. I, like to, I like to play The Sims. The Sims is fun. Really? You like to play The Sims? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's Caitlin, awesome. did you hear that? I did. I used to play The Sims way back in the way back, and my 13-year-old is obsessed with the sims i love that <laughs> my kids are obsessed too they like every day they're like can you play the sims i'm like no i have to work to <laughs> <laughs> I can't play the sims. 
jeez. I know my daughter. So we asked her to do, because we think keyboarding and like typing skills are important because she was doing the little hunt and peck, especially in the time of digital school right now. And we're like, okay, well, if you do one hour of, or one, not one hour, one minute of keyboarding, then you can have one minute on your phone. <laughs> she has been so stubborn about it. So there hasn't been a lot of Sims playing, but that's how, that's how she gets it. I'm not, I'm like kind of scared about the teen to teen years. That scares me. I don't want to think about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely interesting. And I keep telling her, I'm like, girl, there's only room for one set of emotions around here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. You're going to have to just settle down and go in your room and be quiet in there. But she (laughs) is a lot more bold than I ever would have been with my mom. And I was like, if I would have ever, I would have never, you know, when I was younger. But she is, she's a Scorpio. She's pretty sassy. <laughs> well, she must be able to, she must feel like she can trust you too, though. Yeah, like, I think so. Yeah, I think it's like her safe space where she's like, and she, she has said, we have adventured into the, the swear word language and she has called them at me. And I was like, oh girl, you better oh. just walk away right now before you just lose every single privilege and oh, my, my head gosh. spins around. She's got to test those boundaries. She's going to see how she far she can go. Yeah. And I, again, would much prefer her to test them with me than other people. But also we've been like really open with her about, you know, sexuality and that kind of thing. And so she's like come to us and asked us questions that I don't think I would have ever asked of my parents. And I was like, I think we might've done something right here. I think that's, that's awesome. Pretty good. That's, that's seriously, that's goals. That's like, I tell my husband all the time. I'm like, if my kids can just like talk to me openly about anything just yeah. without feeling like I'm going to judge them, then I've done my mm-hmm. job. That's all I care about. I know yeah, but the other day she came over and she goes, can I see a picture of herpes? And I was like, are you sure? Because you know that I'm the kind of person that if you ask me, I'm going to Google it and show it to you. And she was like, yeah, I'm sure. And I was like, okay, number one, this is a lifelong disease. And here's the most graphic picture that I could find on Google. So. <laughs> ew, ew. I mean, um, okay, I mean, so, yeah, well, I'm not, seriously, I'm not there yet. And I'm yeah. telling y'all, all right. So like I I am in complete agreement that you want for them to come to you and talk to you about everything. You do. Yeah. But one of the ways that you train them to do that is by listening to them talk about things that you have no interest in. Uh, yes. Okay. So I am enduring hours of conversation right now about Minecraft. Oh no. <laughs> okay. My nine-year-old son, who will be 10 in March, talks nonstop all the time about what he's mining and crafting. Oh, man. Well, he's going to fit right in when he gets to middle school because all of my middle school students are like, Minecraft this and Minecraft that. And I'm like, I don't even know what's happening. Yeah. And see, I'm just like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea what language you're speaking, but I have to look like I'm interested because if he talks to me now about Minecraft all the time, then he'll talk to me later about other stuff. For sure. Yeah, that's so true. Yep. Taking the time to really listen to him now, he'll feel like he can talk to you about other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm listening now when things that he says are not important. So that when he has things to say that are important, he'll feel like he can come to me. Exactly. And, um, you know, that's, and you know, maybe I'm, y'all, I don't have any kind of mommy roadmap. I don't know if I'm doing anything <laughs> No, right. where is this directions book that we were supposed to get when our babies were born? <laughs> like, where is that? Mine is missing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, I mean, 
I, I don't I don't know if I'm doing anything right. I don't they're gonna need years of therapy. For sure. Especially um, for Delilah, because she's my oldest and she was the very first grandchild. I was twenty one when I had her. So I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Let's just try this and see if it works. But you that's, know, like, I, that's when you know that you're a good parent though. Like when you like think about the fact if you're gonna have to maybe give your kids therapy later. Because yeah. at least you care. Know. You know? I know. I yeah. feel like it should be starting like a savings account. Like, here's your therapy money. There you go. <laughs> yes. Like, no, I know I should have saved for your college, but instead I saved for your therapy. Yeah. You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> um, you're smart enough that you'll probably get your college paid for on your own. That's right. So um, I'm going to just give you this big chunk of change that you can spend on this expensive therapist and all of the drugs that you're going to need to fix your right. brain. <laughs> and um, a down payment on a house. I think that's important. <laughs> So, I mean, not to get too deep, but I really feel like that'd be a good thing to give people right after they graduate high school so that they can, like, start their life on a clean path. Yes. Especially yes. if you've been you doing any kind of dating in high school. Man. Yeah. yeah. Like, being in therapy might give you a more clear direction of, like, what you want to do in college or later on, you know? For sure. Yeah. And I agree with what you said that everybody should do it. Like, everybody. I think be- everybody should be in therapy also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. Everybody and not just somebody. when it's in a crisis point, because sometimes we'll call up our therapist just for like a quick little tune up, you know, um, when we're when we feel like we're in a good space and things will come up that we didn't even realize were issues for one or both of us. So I think I think everybody should be in therapy. I'm with that. Yeah, yeah, I, am I really I really do. And, you know, I, I I'm going to just go ahead and say at the kickoff of self-love month. One of the best things that I think I can do for my children is to be happy and take care of myself. I agree. Yes. I totally agree. And I feel like the process that you're going through, Leanne, specifically, it's going to be, you know, there's going to be hard moments. But I think the best thing that you can do for your kids is show them that you can be happy and that you can be happy in a relationship where you're putting yourself first and where your partner is putting you first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be moments where I'm going to feel guilty, like I'm putting my children through pain. But I don't think you need um, to. I feel like we need to reconstruct our idea of like what the end of a relationship looks like as well. I've been following Glennon Doyle and like her, you yes. know, family structure and the way that she co-parents and, you know, the way that she views divorce and, you know, endings and rebirth. I just I just love it so much. It's it's just more about like, well, that's done. And now I am moving on to this part. So Glennon has like she's totally reconstructed my idea about so many things. Same. She's got a gift in that, for sure. She really does. Well, um, so since we are planner girls, um, (laughs) how do you keep yourself organized? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, I feel like that's the same for most of us who have planners. We might take a pretty picture of our planner, but do we write in it? Maybe. (laughs) Sometimes. Yeah. Or do we do the things that we write down? Uh, Sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no I'm guys I I need help in this area like I should be asking you questions in this because I don't know <laughs> I my husband is like he's an eight on the Enneagram so he's so structured and totally different than I am and so he will literally like remind me when I have things coming up for a while there I had him be like my manager nice <laughs> but then I was like I don't know if this is gonna work because oh, he's my husband and he's gonna drive me nuts and he did, too, because he'd be like, this video is due today. Like, this video is due right now. You need, you got to do this right now. And he'd be like, on oh, my case about it. I'm like, 
okay, I can't operate in this environment. I'm too much of a free spirit for this. No, no, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm trying to find like the good stuff about organizing or being organizational and just, I don't know. To me, I look at it as like, it's cramping my style. You know? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that for Caitlin and myself, was remedied by discovering decorative planning. For sure. But I feel like we've always loved writing things down on paper. Like from yeah, hearing your planner story and then knowing that I always like to rewrite lists, even when I was a kid. I don't know if it's like an illness or something, but I just loved having like a clean list ready to go. And like, I loved having my homework written down in college and like that school planner. I don't know. I feel like some people just really enjoy writing things down on paper. Yeah. Yeah. And some people people just don't. Some people can't bother to put their appointments in their phone. Yeah, that's that's my husband. Yeah. I'm I'm seriously bad. I just rely on that phone call like the day before. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good. (laughs) So, um, when you decided to switch your focus of your content to body positivity, and the first time you were like, all right, I'm going to take a picture of myself in my underwear. Was that like scary? Oh yeah. I mean, there was a long distance between posting a picture of my bathing suit versus posting a picture of my underwear. When really it's the same thing. Like, it really is. To be yeah. honest. But is it the same thing? No, it's not. Not for me because I grew up in the church and mm-hmm. we were in ministry. Um, up until like 2019 or whatever. So I knew that that just wasn't an avenue that I could really go down until we were pretty much fired from our church. And that's a whole long story, but that kind of caused me to finally do the things that I was like afraid to do before. And uh, a lot of that was just like worried about what people thought about me and being a people pleaser and like not wanting to make my mom or my dad upset or like, you know, not wanting to like have my Christian friends look at me and be like, how could you? And then having to deal with my subscribers who know that I'm a Christian and having to deal with their comments about it. So I was like constantly fighting myself with that. And I realized how silly it was. Cause I'm like, I already post photos in my bathing suit. I just don't really post photos in my underwear. Um, and just as I suspected when I started doing that, I had some people come and they were like, this is great. You're inspiring. And then I had other people like you've changed. You're not the same that you were before. Um, you know, God doesn't approve of this, whatever. And, um, that was very hurtful. I I had to kind of like lose part of my audience to gain another. And now I'm really thankful for that because I feel like the audience I have is just really, they just, they're just very kind and very rarely anymore do I get like the very judgy comments, but that was like my reality for probably a whole year or so. And, um, it was just, it was really painful because I had to lose some of those friendships. I had to lose the way that I thought about myself. And in a lot of ways, like I had to lose the way people thought about me, what they thought about me. I had to realize that like that changed and that's okay. It's not a bad thing. And for people to say that I was changing and meaning it in a negative way, I knew that that was false. Like I knew that I was changing for the better. It just may not have been 
what they had wanted for me. And then I also learned that, you know, people have a very set way that they view you. And if you challenge that, some people don't like that. They want to see you the way that they see you, you know? So it's just a lot of refining, but now it's just, it's easy for me to get on in my underwear and bra. Like I don't really think about it that much, but yeah. it was definitely <laughs> something that like took a long time to get there. Took a long time. I feel yeah. like that as well when I, when I, cause I, if people who follow the show know that I love a good bikini if I love anything. And in the summertime, I'll just, you know, take pictures and post them of, of myself in my bikini. And I get so many comments that are like, oh my gosh, you're so brave. I can't believe you posted that. Like, oh my gosh. And I, for me, I'm just like, I'm just out here living my best life. Exactly. Yeah. Like when I get those, I get those comments all the time. Like, how do you find the confidence and how do you find the bravery? And I'm like, well, I think once again, we have to change the way that we think about that because do we, do we ask our dinner friends, like, where do you get the confidence to post a picture of yourself in your bikini? Well, probably it's probably not going to be a conversation we have with them. Maybe it would be, I don't know. But I think honestly, it's just kind of like this stereotype of being like a plus size woman. It's like, Whoa, you're plus size. How, how are you doing this right now? Right. I don't know. I guess it's just, it's been radical to people for a long time. And um, now women are just like owning their bodies. And I think it's like making people be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But at the same time, and I, I do, I, I'm like, you know, in this plus size community, a lot of creators get uh, almost offended by that of women like reaching out to them and saying like, how did you find the courage to post this? Because Mm -hmm. they're like, because I'm just myself, you know, I shouldn't have to explain myself, but I totally get it because I remember when I was first watching those YouTube videos of those women that I was watching and they would, you know, just come on with these clothing try-ons and things. And they had like their stomach showing or like they wore shirts that are like maybe a little bit more low cut and they were like cute outfits. And I'm like, what, what's happening? I can wear this stuff. Like, wait, hold on. I can wear it. Okay, I can wear this. That's cool. I never knew that I could wear this, but they have a body just like mine and they're pulling it off. So I guess that means I can do. And so I just see it as like, I've been there. I know what it's like to look at other people and be like, wow, how do they have that? That kind of confidence. But um, yeah, I think we just need to realize that like any of us, we all have that confidence in us. We just have to believe in ourselves. Right. And I think you also have to surround yourself with people who are like, maybe even like supportive, because I feel like sometimes, at least from what I hear from, you know, a lot of married women, they, their, their husbands are not like, they're not not supportive, but they maybe wouldn't like approve per se of them wearing a bikini or they, you know, say, whoa, oh my gosh, I can't believe you put on a bikini or just some, some comment that might not feel awesome. um, At least from what I've heard from other people, but I mean, my husband is totally not that way. And uh, I remember I didn't even buy a bikini when I was younger, when I was, you know, thin and thought that I was so big. Um, And I didn't buy one until I was probably at my heaviest after I'd had my kids. And so, I don't know, it just, it feels good to to really own my body. And I hope that a lot of people kind of can find that as well. I know that, again, Leanne was on that journey last year as well. Um, So she, she understands that as well. Oh, it's like, it's so empowering to just be able to like put on a, whatever you've been wanting to wear, a bikini, a swimsuit, 
maybe you just want to be in your broad underwear in front of your husband. Like some people can't even do that. And that is like, those are the stories I get. And those are the stories that make me realize that I need to keep doing this because there's just, there's women out there that like can't even be themselves in front of the person that they love the most, you know, and yeah. I'm ashamed of that. And so it's whatever, whatever that you've been wanting to wear, but you feel like you can't, or you've been putting it off or you're just like scared, just do it, you know? And it'll, it, yeah, it'll feel scary at first, but it's, it's very empowering. And to be able to like take your power back and be like, no, no, nobody gets to define who I am or what I am. Um, and nobody gets to say that I can or cannot do something like I'm choosing to do this. This is my life. We only have 80 years on earth if we're lucky. Like our lives are short. We cannot spend our seconds caring and thinking about what other people think. No, you're yeah. right. And I remember after I had that picture taken on the beach, um, and I was, and I posted it on Instagram and I felt good about it. And it was the first time that I had ever done anything like that. And I mean, I just walked around the beach in my bikini for the rest of the day. Like, yeah, I got this now. Mm -hmm. and, yep. <laughs> you know, it's like, what, what is somebody on the beach going to really come up to me and say, excuse me, ma'am, would you cover up please? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, I mean, there were tons of other people out there on the beach that looked I mean, everybody on the beach looked different. Like everybody's body was different. There was nobody out there that was perfect. You know, it's like yep. we were all just out there, like getting some sun and enjoying the beach. And my kids were there and, you know, my children saw me on the beach running around, having a good time and enjoying the day and yes. not thinking about what other people were, were thinking. And it was good. Yeah. It's so important for our children to see us like that because they're, then they don't grow up with their own body complexes you know like they don't grow up thinking that their body's wrong um, right and that you know no matter what they look like they can rock it you know and I just I know that you guys probably may have experienced something similar but like because I, I feel like most people before this generation that we're raising right now have probably gone through this but just you know the uh growing up in an environment where like all you see on tv is thinner bodies and then hearing my mom talk about her body in front of mm -hmm. me and like analyzing the way she looked in front of me, which I was always like bigger than she was. And so it was just really confusing to me. And um, yeah, I think if we can like teach our kids that, first of all, I don't even like have conversations about other people's bodies at all in my house. Like we've completely stopped doing that. Um, if my kids ask a question about it, about a body, I'll like, we can talk about it. Um, but for the most part, they don't, they like notice all the other things about people, which is really awesome. Like they, they'll bring up, you know, how smart they are or how good of a dancer they are or whatever they're seeing. And that's outside of their looks. And I just know like raising a daughter, I mean, raising a daughter and son are both equally important, but like raising a daughter to know that her value isn't found in the way that she looks or how other people view her. It is so important. Yeah, that she is allowed 100%. to exist. That she's allowed to exist no matter for herself. That she can exist for herself and not for the gaze of others. Yes, and then to teach our sons that their job isn't just to like look at women. Either. Yes, exactly. So, yes, and that women do not have to, you know, that we don't owe men a certain appearance either. Mm-hmm. You no, know, like. Like, I'm not letting some man down because I look this way. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like it's not my responsibility to the men of the world to get myself looking a certain way. Yep. And it's not your responsibility, uh, what they choose to do aside from you. Like if they, you know, in my case, I got to tell the story. I hate telling it, but it's like, this is the stuff that I kind of like went through. Um, I had like a friend of mine. Well, she wasn't really a friend. She was like a subscriber that I had been talking to and she, Message me right. This is like right when I started getting like more confident and I started posting pictures of my underwear and I was just like trying to move past the opinions of people. I was like, I cannot look back because I will get scared and run. And this woman messaged me and said that like I had caused her husband to stumble because he saw like a picture of me. And I was like, why are you telling me this right now? Like, what? So, you know, then she was kind of like she shamed me for it and basically told me that like God wasn't happy with what I was doing and. I was like, I'm not responsible for your husband. Like, I'm not. He's responsible yeah. for himself, you know? And this is, like, the messaging yeah. that is just so prominent in our culture. And why Men does he decide it have to come to me? Yeah, why does it come to me? Like, why does that responsibility come to me before it goes to him, you know? Yes, they, they need to be responsible for their own actions. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They exactly. are gro- They are a whole man. What did we say last time? They are a whole grown man. <laughs> a whole grown, yep, mm-hmm. a whole grown man. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> um, so, do you guys Caitlin, know how are you enjoying your subscription to the Yay Day Paper Company? I love it. Since we can't leave the house right now, it's been so nice to have a digital service available for my crafting needs. I feel the same. Anytime I feel the urge to make something new. I just log into my Yay Day Paper Company account, and there's tons of fun ideas there. And because it's a monthly subscription service, they add more stuff every few weeks that I can play with. I never get bored. Yes, and I don't feel like I'm breaking the bank because the monthly cost is so affordable. Plus, if I ever get stuck or feel like I don't know what to do, they have videos, online tutorials, and product guides built into the website, so I always find the help I need. Girl, I have needed those tutorials more than once. So have I, but the learning is what makes it so much fun. I know, and right now, Spiced Chaos listeners can subscribe for less than everyone else. Yes, they can. Use code SPICEDYAY to save $5 off a year-long Yay Day subscription and code SPICEDYA15 to save 15% off anything in their online shop. That's right. Go sign up now, everyone. We're off to craft. Hey, Caitlin. Yes, girl? Aren't you sick and tired of not being able to find trendy and cute plus-size clothes? Oh, girl, yes. I hate only being able to buy moo-moos and tents. <laughs> well, those days are over because I just found the cutest online boutique. <gasps> Wait, is it Chic Soul? Yes, how did you know? Because I already shopped there and I can't believe how adorable everything is. I know, I just got my first order and every single thing fit me perfectly. That never happens. Oh, I believe it. Chic Soul has tops. Dresses, rompers, jeans, leggings, basically everything. And the clothes actually fit a plus-size woman between sizes 12 to 24. Exactly. They aren't just regular clothes made bigger. These are clothes that are tailor-made to fit plus-size bodies. And guess what? Chic Soul has teamed up with Spice Chaos to offer our listeners 15% off. That's right. Enter promo code SPICED15 
to save 15% at ChicSoul.com. That's promo code S-P-I-C-E-D-1-5 for 15% off. Happy, Happy shopping. shopping. I know what time it is. Do you want to tell us I what bet, time it is? <laughs> I bet Shaylee doesn't know what time it is. Okay, so it's currently page time. And what this means on our show is, so for a long time, um, a very popular planner company had a little section at the front of each month of the planner called the currently page. And on that page, you were to write down what you were currently doing. Like, I'm currently reading this, I'm planning to do this, I'm currently watching this, so that you could look back on it and remember, like, okay, in January of 2021, I was watching Gilmore Girls, or whatever. So That's Leanne every like, month, by the way. <laughs> yes, this, it is the same every month. So we like, we like to ask our guests these questions to find out what you're currently doing. Okay. So I know that you had the notes ahead of time, but you might not have known exactly what you were supposed to do with that. So um, are you kind of going to be going off the cuff here? Like when we ask yeah. you kind of these questions? Yeah. I always do. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. So Caitlin, do you want to start us off? Yes, let's do it. Okay. So Shaylee, what are you currently reading right now? Um, I... I'm not really reading right now. The last book I read was like three months ago. That totally counts. I feel like some of our guests have said like Instagram comments or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, I can't so even I'm, remember the name of the book, to be honest. So I don't know. I'm going to pass on this I'm always, I'm always just telling people that I'm reading emails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I read those sometimes. Yeah. So it's totally okay. Um, Are you a reader? Do you enjoy reading? I do. I do enjoy it. I just haven't been doing it much. Well, that's that's totally okay because Caitlin and I haven't been doing it much either. Caitlin listens to Audible. Have you been listening to on Audible, Caitlin? Yes. I am speaking of my friend Glennon Doyle, who is my friend in my mind. I've been listening to her new book, <laughs> Untamed. Okay. Yeah. I've read that book like three times. So. Oh, so good. So it's good. Really okay. Good. So maybe I need to pick up that one. Highly recommend. Yes. And there is another one by her. I think it's called Love Warrior. I sent it to you. I feel like you need to read that. Okay. Immediately. All right. All right. So it's, it's time for me to, to be reading something. And Yes. It's time you know, for you to be baptized by Glennon Doyle. It's time right. for her world if you have not read her books yet. Everyone needs to be baptized by Glennon Doyle. I agree. Yes. Okay. So I'll both like her, so I need to read her. So. Yeah. Um. All right. So, what are you planning? Are do you have anything pl- like big that you're planning coming up, or maybe something small, or a party, or anything? What are you planning? Uh, we are going to be moving into our uh, moving into a house this summer, hopefully. Ooh, it's that's cool. exciting. Yeah, we that's haven't had our own house. The last time we we owned like a place was like 11 years ago. We've done a lot of a lot of moving, so we're just ready to not move anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is this like the forever home, you think? No, because that's scary to me. I don't know. I don't want to think about living anywhere forever because I don't know what the future holds. But like, it's definitely going to be something long term until if something else comes up, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay. Well, um, well, that's exciting. So um, are you guys building or just? Um... No, we're going to find something. We're going to find something that's already built. Okay, Build cool. process is expensive. Oh, my gosh. 
So, okay, so it sounds like she needs a planner, Caitlin. It does sound like she needs a planner. I think I have one in my drawer if you would like me to send you one for your house yes. hunting process. Yeah, fun. and, like, that, and like a planner can a planner can really assist you too in like, you know, planning how you're going to pack up your old stuff and like mm-hmm. how you're going to like just facilitate your whole move really. I mean, like we're really trying to bring you into our our community here. I might even send okay. you some stickers just to sweeten the deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. What's up? What's up next, Caitlin? Okay. What are you watching right now? Um, I just got done watching Little Fires Everywhere. Oh, I've heard about that one. I have not yet watched it. Oh, so good. Oh, my God. Is it? Okay. I'm going to put it on my list. I really enjoyed watching that. It's so good. I'm kind of bummed that there's only one season, but I'm, I'm, yes. I don't really, they could make a second season. That'd be better. You know, it's just, okay. it's ended with so many questions. Right. Yes. Oh, first of all, man, HBO gets together with Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> does it right. Yeah, they do. <laughs> right? Yes. I mean, because she was also in Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. And that was good. Um, but no, eight, no, Hulu is the one that's got, um, yeah. Oh, it's fun. not HBO. Okay. That's right. It's not HBO. My bad. Excuse me. I'm sorry, folks. Don't come for me. <laughs> uh, or do. It's really fine. <laughs> Any engagement is good engagement. <laughs> or do. Come for me. You know what? Direct right. all of your anger at Caitlin. She's at creating in chaos underscore official. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I will fight with you in the DMs if I have to. <laughs> No, I enjoyed Little Fires Everywhere. That was good. That was good. It was good. Yeah. Um. So I have a a watching confession. I'm gonna take oh. over the show for just a minute. Okay. From Are you watching either The Gilmore Girls or The Office? No. Okay. okay. So my friend Allison. Hey, Allison. She listens to the show. Um. She has gotten me into garbage TV. Yes. <laughs> And the people that listen to this show know that Caitlin is our resident garbage TV <laughs> Oh, I heard yes. you tell by the way she responded. Yes, okay. I love a reality. So, I love a housewife of anywhere. I love to <laughs> say yes, yes to the dress. I, I will say I yes can, to all of the dresses. <laughs> yes, Caitlin, I can see why. Okay, so um, we will have guests on every once in a while. Um, Shaylee, that like when we ask them what they're watching, all they say is like, Dancing with the Stars, or Say Yes to the Dress, or The Bachelor. The Bachelor. They'll name, yes, they'll name, like, a reality show. Yes, and, and I get giddy with excitement. Caitlin just bursts <laughs> out, just so, ex- oh, she just can't take it. Um, so, then there's me, who only watches scripted things, like Little Fires Everywhere, and Big Little Lies, and, like, you know, like, real hardcore, like, Game of Thrones, and stuff and like I that. And I can hear her roll her eyes during those real like these people name these things and I'm like ugh like she hears me audibly sigh in the background like that's not TV so so my friend Allison the other day we had a play date at her house and um she was watching um uh, Married at First Sight amazing oh gosh television gold and I'm sorry but I am hooked on Married at First Sight, y'all. I am. So now I have somebody to text about it. <laughs> y'all. I'm I sorry, tried. but. I tried with that show. I, I, I kind of gave it fast the first, like, 
five minutes. I but need I to do like, you want to watch like all, the hills or something. I, I gotta watch it. it. Yeah, you should watch it. I highly recommend it. It's so oh, good. I did like uh, Love is Blind. I did like that. I feel like if you liked Love is Blind, you would like Married at First Sight. Yes, you would. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anybody it's would. A similar concept, right? Like, yes. I, I just love it so much. And I kind of like it. Okay, this is the dark and twisty part of me. I kind of like it when I can tell that they're not going to work out. <laughs> when they're like fighting. <laughs> when I'm like, yes, what are you going to fight about today? <laughs> <laughs> I think my like my frustration with those shows though is that everything is just so fake and scripted and you know it is but like you you like to watch it because it's just like entertaining it's like but then I'm like not I'm like movie. yeah but then there's always somebody that like everyone laughs at for that show's expense like yeah fine it was like Jessica everyone hated her but like really they just made her into a crazy person for the show you right. know yeah. Which and I feel like that one, like the Married at First Sight is somewhat problematic because number one, we're on the 12th season now and they just now have their first interracial couple. And then they have not had a gay or lesbian couple on the show. And so it just, I mean, those parts, like I feel a little bit icky about watching it, but it is like a train wreck and I, I cannot look away. It's, well, it's, it's where my shame lives. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I love it, and I I don't care how, I don't care if it's fake because yeah. when, because it's like when your WWE. It, when I'm watching it, I'm like, man, those two are not gonna stay married, and then it's like, and, and then at the end they're like, we decided to stay married, and I'm like, no, no. you're like that is a bad decision, bad call, abort. <laughs> it makes then, everybody feel like know, a psychologist or something like we're all psychologists when we watch those shows yes I know and then you'll have this other couple where like you know the girl like clearly thinks that he is ugly like she just (laughs) thinks that he is not cute or like then you have this one couple where they don't have sex for like the whole eight weeks (laughs) I I honestly feel like that is how all of those should go I don't feel like they should be even though they're married obviously and whatever. I'm not here to shame anybody about their sexuality or whatever, but I feel like when you're trying to get to know somebody on a really deep level, I feel like you might leave the physical out of it until you can. I don't know. That's just me, though. But after eight weeks? Eight weeks? I don't know. I mean, at least, maybe how about the first half? Like, the first four weeks have some deep conversations. Okay, but I know, but then they did the reunion show, and after six months, this couple still hadn't. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And spoiler. Okay. If you if you haven't started it and you're wanting to start it, don't listen to this part. Skip forward. But no, there's one. Couple. I'm not watching there's... season twelve yet, so don't talk <laughs> oh, about season twelve. God. Dang it. Okay. Fine. Fine. If you want to know a spoiler <laughs> that I read because I have no patience and I'm over here googling who's gonna stay together. I, I do know. that all the time. I have to know how it ends and Me then too. I can watch it. It's my like anxious part of my brain. Okay, well, I would do that with book. <laughs> no. No. No, ma'am. No. Yes, I used to do that with books too. I'd go and like read the last three pages or something, and then okay, I'd be like, well, "Okay, now I can read the story." Well, I, feel I don't better get now. To, I don't get to leave the show for a second and then come back after you spoiled it for everyone. So okay, okay, I won't, I won't say it. But if anybody does want to know the tea on Married at First Sight, just DM me. You know where to find me. Okay, all right. So anyway, um, what, do you, run, what do you run? What have you been lately what have you been enjoying eating lately Shaylee what do you like to eat lately hmm. probably salmon I've been talking about this in my stories lately yeah. but I really like salmon lately yum and is how do you like to prepare it 
it's so easy. I just put salt, pepper, and sage on it. Just like pat it into the skin part, or not the skin, but the other part, the flesh part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then I put it in the oven for like 15 minutes at like 350, and it's perfect. Mm, nice. But I, it has to be fresh. Damn it. I don't like right. like frozen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Caitlin loves that. Caitlin loves a fish. I do. I could eat. I think I could eat a different seafood meal every single day. That's my fave. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. And see, when I think about salmon, when I think about seafood, I don't think about salmon. <laughs> I do because I'm in the Pacific Northwest, and that's like the main seafood yeah. staple here. We have and we have like we have tons of salmon in our lakes and stuff here too. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely like a Colorado thing too. Yeah. Okay, so- yeah, when I think about seafood, I think about like shrimp and lobster. And well, stuff, that you know? that makes me feel like that's right for the South because you're in North Carolina. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. That's the South. Yeah. 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 We're all about shrimp and crab here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like a little shellfish? Good thing you yeah. don't have a shellfish allergy. That could be problematic. Oh, I'm so glad I don't. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, Shaylee, what are you loving right now? I'm loving. Myself. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Perfect. Way to stay on brand. <laughs> she will not falter. No, she will not. That was perfect. We so couldn't we have planned that better. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. That's who I'm loving. Same. That's what I'm loving this month. Yes. Same. Yes. And we're not quite to February yet, but I'm going to go ahead and call it Love Month. Yeah, it's it's time. It's the 24th. Like, January's done. We're pretty much done with January. It's over. Yeah, and, and January went faster this year than it usually does. Thank goodness, because it sounds like 2021 is going to be a long one, too. So, like, let's just fast forward. Let's just go. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> like, keep it moving, people. Keep it moving. Jeez. <laughs> go get your vaccine and wear your mask and keep this moving. Let's just keep going. We'll be fine. <laughs> So I love that, that you're loving yourself. Okay, so what are you dreaming? Do you have any goals, any, like, long-term goals that you're, like, dreaming of? I have some things, but I can't really talk about them right now. Secret time. Well, secret secrets are fun. (laughs) Can you give us a small small hint, little hint? Well, no, I'm not going to give a hint to that, but... I would really, I would really like to eventually. Um, one of my biggest things that I like think about all the time, but it's just so much work, so I don't do it, is to start writing songs that are more about like body positivity, kind of like Lizzo, but the clean version, you Ooh. know? Yeah, that'd be cool. That's something that I really want to do. It's just about like finding the time to like sit down and do that. And forcing myself to do that when I don't feel like it, you know, because mm-hmm. I have to push yeah. myself to do the things I want to do. So that's something that I really want to start doing, though. Just- and Leanne may not know this about you, Shaylee, but she is very musical. Her covers on her YouTube channel are hilarious, and she's very talented as well. Oh, fun. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we've uh, we've loved, like, singing and doing parody videos and all that fun stuff, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to start writing my own stuff again. I, I did write a song. I like written a few songs that I've shared with everybody, but actually like sitting down and taking the time to write stuff. It's not always there, but I have to make, I have to make the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. 
All right, we're gonna go deep. What are you feeling right now, Shaylee? I'm feeling, uh, I mean, I'd say I'm feeling hopeful right now. Mm -hmm. Just that, I don't know. I feel like we had a whole year to just kind of reevaluate some of the things that we want and mm -hmm. things that we need and I don't know I just feel like after such a hard year like the one that we all went through I think now it's just like we're not saying this year is going to be perfect and not everything's not just to like go away and disappear mm -hmm. but you know we we have I'm distracted my kids are making so much noise I'm sorry <laughs> that's okay it, it <laughs> happens here we're both moms we get it <laughs> yeah we are a family-friendly show <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just just moving forward in this in this new year, just like being hopeful that like it'll be a better year. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, I feel like it will be a better year. I don't think it's gonna be perfect by any means. Like I don't think I don't think anybody's really gonna get to travel much this year. I'm sorry, I'm predicting it now that Go Wild's gonna be rescheduled again. Yeah. Come come yeah. for me if if that's not the case. But all of these conferences like VidCon and all that just gonna be rescheduled as well. I think. But I do feel like things are getting better. Um, I can already tell in my area. So we had been hanging around like 1,500 cases per day. And now for the last like four days in a row, it's been under 1,000. So I feel like the vaccine is working or something is working. Um, so I'm with you there. I'm hopeful too. Yeah. And it's like everything's just so unpredictable. So something that we can have our hope in and our faith in is – are we making sure that we're not remaining stagnant during this time? Like just because we can't go out or do things or go places or whatever, like, is that holding us back from still doing the things we want to do? Because we don't have to like go out and do things, you know, to show up for ourselves. You know, we can do it in our house. Yes, we can. Absolutely. And I feel and like that's kind of where a lot of people are at right now. Like we're all kind of reframing. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to turn a yoga video on here. I'm going to do it here. I don't need to go to the gym. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's kind of like realizing, okay, so I can't actually go anywhere and I can't actually do anything. Doesn't mean that I'm just going to sit here all day and just eat Cheetos. Like, <laughs> Although like, that I'm, sounds lovely. Uh, well, yes, it sounds lovely, like a day here and there, but like mostly like I have to reinvent myself with the way the world is now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like we can't, it's it's out of our control. We can't do anything about it, but we That's can control right. like our thoughts about things. We can control our response. Yeah, for sure. So what have you been listening to lately? It could be music, podcasts, anything. Um... I found this YouTuber that I've been binging. His name is Jimmy Snow. I really like oh, him. Oh, I love him. I love, love him. him yes, I, just, I do. And I saw Denver in the background. I was like, wait, he's in Colorado. And then I started watching his videos and I'm like, I actually really like this guy. I love his stuff. Yeah. He used to go by Mr. Atheist, right? I'm not sure, but yeah. that sounds on brand for him. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, I feel like he's really entertaining and I like his take on things and I like how he's kind of just open, you know, just tells it how it is. Yeah. He's not, he's not extreme either on any side. I feel right. like he's fair. I agree. And I feel like any 
perspective that he has, he like really backs it up with some good evidence. You're like, oh, okay. I didn't think about it like that, but that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I've been really getting into like commentary videos lately. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun. Well, I'm going to have to check him out. You should definitely. I also yeah. saw your podcast on the dad challenge podcast, Shaylee. I saw yes. your interview with him. And I love his commentary. Oh, my gosh. I have nearly had an accident watching some of his stuff. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. I know. Me, too. I was, like, secretly watching him before I was, like, even on the show. Uh-huh. And then I was, like, um, I feel like this is, like, a guilty pleasure because I yeah. feel wrong watching some of this stuff. Like, yeah. I don't really know. But he really is. He's just hilarious. He's so things. funny. The snark. I can't with the snark. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And for our last one, what are you drinking right now? It could be alcoholic, non-alcoholic, warm, cold. What have you been drinking? It could be now or it could be any time. What are you liking lately? Yeah, sure. Hmm. I mean, I am a very simple person. I drink iced coffee, water, and unsweetened iced tea. Mm. Nice. Nice. Those are all great choices i feel like we all know yeah classics sometimes i'll i'll drink wine but i don't i don't like the way that like alcohol makes me feel Uh, Mm -hmm. i'm not a fan i am right there with you i always tell leanne if we're ever going to go out one day if we ever get to meet in person i will definitely be the designated driver because i am not a fun person to be around when i've had too much to drink well i am but i i'm not good the next day I also have that and if I I get to a certain point where I'm like I'm like okay and then all of a sudden I'm crying (laughs) like we're just we're just gonna skip that whole part we're just I'll just watch everybody else and I'll be over here with my diet coke (laughs) (laughs) oh well first of all I drink an iced coffee from Panera like twice a day yes like iced coffee is my jam um And um, I am from the South, so I don't understand unsweetened iced tea. <laughs> That's why I had to clarify, because I yeah. want you to be like, sweet tea? Because no, sweet tea is disgusting. Oh, no. Well, it's not disgusting if it's made correctly. Mm-hmm. It's, I just don't want that much sugar in my drink. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of there with you. I'm like a two Splenda in a venti cup. That's about where yeah, I'm Yeah, I'm the same. I don't need for mine to be very sweet. It just, mm-hmm. very mild. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of restaurants around here that just take it too far. <laughs> okay. Overdone. Yeah. So if I get tea at a restaurant, I order mine unsweetened and sweeten it myself at the table. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I've been known to order an unsweetened iced tea, but I don't like to drink it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that may just be because I grew up with it sweet. I, I did. like I like green tea unsweetened. I feel like if I get an iced green tea, I like that unsweetened. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, and there are other teas that I'll drink that I don't mind them being unsweetened. But if mm-hmm. I'm just going to get like a, if I'm going to a restaurant and I get a tea, then I'm going to put some sweetener in it. But I'm going to put myself. Right. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, isn't it like a sin to drink tea that's not sweetened in the South? Um, kind of, yeah. We we will look at you funny. Let's just get that. <laughs> Um, but Leanne's a bit of a black sheep anyway down there. She's a little. Yeah, I am. She walks to the beat of her own drum. Yeah, and you know what? We've gotten a lot more tolerant down here. That's <laughs> good to know. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, you 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 will find people down here that drink it unsweetened, but 
they're probably not from here. Right. <laughs> they're from the back country. Yeah. Or they were raised by people that aren't from here. So yeah. 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 It's how you can tell. Somebody's That's not. how you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah um, it's like Portland. You can tell somebody's not from here if they have an umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Natives just cute. go out with our, our Columbia coats, maybe the hood up, maybe uh, not. Maybe yeah. you're just going for it in the rain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Shaylee, this has been a blast. Yeah, having me. It was really fun. I know. And I just, I love everything that you're doing. And I just, not that you need my approval, but you know, you are, you know, like, I just, I think that, um, you know, this is just the best way that we possibly could have kicked off this, this month's shows, Caitlin. I think this is. I agree. Yeah, this was um, a great talk. I'm glad we got to talk. I've been, again, following you from afar a little bit for a while but I'm glad we got to talk so this was fun yeah Yeah, too and for anybody that's listening to this episode right now and you like want to maybe talk more to me like don't hesitate reaching out to me on Instagram I try to answer all my dms I try to stay connected to people um I just that's like that's what I love about what I do it's just like being Mm -hmm. able to talk to other people and just hear from others and hear their journeys and hear where they're, where they are, you know? Perfect. Yeah. Well, on that note, will you plug yourself one more time so that they know where to find you? Yes. Yeah. So, um, it's just my first and last name, Shaylee mirror and it's S H A Y L E E M as in Mary E U R E R. And that's my name on everything except on YouTube. It's just Shaylee, my first name. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right. Yeah. Well, yes, go follow her and let her know that Spice Chaos sent you. And uh, yeah, do all the things. Yes, do that. And you can also, guys, find Caitlin at creating in chaos underscore official at Instagram. And you can also find her on YouTube and Patreon as Creating in Chaos. And she has a fun teacher page, which is Chaos in the Classroom, and that's on Instagram. And her ducks have their own Instagram at duckingchaos underscore official. And she hangs out at Spice Chaos podcast Instagram as well. So I think I found all the places. Yes. And every time you say that, I'm like, I need to take a social media break. (laughs) I do too many things. (laughs) I was going to say that. It's like, is this really, is it really this many accounts? Yeah, <laughs> it's too many. It's too many. And then you can find Leanne at Spice Plans on Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon. You can also find her at Spice Horizons, where she likes to play Animal Crossing sometimes. And of course, she is always over on the Spice Chaos Instagram. And you can hear her here every Monday and Friday. So everyone, go forth and have a lovely body positivity day. Yes. And remember to love yourself in all the ways that one can. That's right. <laughs> Lots of love. And um, we are kicking off a brand new theme. Um, we may be bringing back some podcasters um, over the course of the next couple of weeks, just mm-hmm. because there's been some, you know, um, changes in the schedule. But, you know, I think that um, we'll all be okay. So, yeah. Um, you know, well, you guys hang in there with us. Um but we love everyone who listens. Thank you. And thank you again to Shaylee for joining us. We loved this. This was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you guys. And um, guys, we will talk to you in the next one. Bye friends. Bye. Bye.